if you can describe what you long for, what you want to achieve, you are on the way. Bow your head and let your eyelids close on down Where we're going you won't need to bring your frown A simple conversation can have the power to spark a fundamental change in our way of thinking. I know firsthand the impact that a few brief moments in our lives can go on to have. That's why each week I share with you my very own light bulb moments that I've had throughout my own life after speaking to some incredible founders and creatives. These light bulb moments are brought to you thanks to Dell Technologies, who believe in shining a light on the most inspiring moments in all of our lives. My conversation with Emma Bridgewater was just so incredibly inspiring. Built from the kitchen table doing what she absolutely adores, her pottery products are now recognised across the globe. And I found it so fascinating to hear Emma's advice on how she never lost focus of her dream. Don't you think that there's a huge, huge value in trying to help somebody to describe in crazy detail what they imagine their working life is going to be. Where are you going to be doing this? What's your business going to be like? What's the building like? Walk me in. What do you wish your working life was going to be? To me, it feels that if you can describe what you long for, what you want to achieve, you are on the way. Mm. And a business plan is a potential betrayer because when you've got all those figures to to balance up and it looks like you're going to make a decent profit, you can kind of seduce yourself into thinking, right, now we know what we're doing. But the figures are nothing unless you know what what's the visualization what's the, is. Yes. What's the vision? What what is the actual story to get you to that that profit at the end of your endeavors or at the end of the year? Because obviously <laughs> the end of the year never really comes, does it? You're always on the um And also, you escalation. know, let's let's be honest, that business plan was seeing you be a millionaire within the first two years. Hell tragic. yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, every <laughs> single business plan I ever had, I was like, yeah. my first company was a wreath business. You know, I was going to make Brussels sprout we wreaths. We love Brussels sprouts. You know, 2002, I was going to be a millionaire. It didn't quite happen. But imagine it. Not, yes. The product is one thing that's very important. So I think what happened to me was when I got to Stoke, I was looking at those trashed Victorian factories, it was obvious to me what I was going to strive to achieve, which was to get the lights on and the windows cleaned and yeah, that you... place shining and with people rushing in and out and, and happy customers arriving. And once you can see that, you are immediately on... On the way. I mean, you're, on yes. The way. But, and, and, and suddenly you've got a bit of a magic carpet, I think. And in the rest of one's life as well. I think it's a really hard exercise sometimes. Sometimes but the vision it's, it's, fails well, and you tread water for a bit. Did you know that women in the UK are only half as likely to launch an enterprise as UK men? Is that not scandalous? Depressing? Can you only imagine what all industries would be like if we had more feminine power within them? What would our high streets look like? What would retail look like? How would the environment be faring? There's all the obvious reasons, but I think it comes down to another single but utterly significant factor. You might have guessed it. It's all about the confidence we have in ourselves and in this instance, the lack of it. But why? Why on earth is it holding us back the way it is? I was shocked when I read a report by Wealthier Herb that 79%, that's basically 80% of women, struggle with self-confidence and self-esteem when it comes to business. What on earth has happened to us that we do not feel empowered? 
that the majority of us do not feel that we are capable or deserve or have what it takes to build enterprises. I have to say that my most favourite companies are created and run by women. I mean, take Emma Bridgewater. Look at the vision she had when she came across these disused factories. She believed that this was the home of her business. Can you imagine the undertaking? But it didn't stop her. Over my last 20 years being around founders, I have heard so many reasons why we feel that we are not capable of going for it. One of the most common is how we believe we need to be experts in something in order to undertake it. For instance, and this really is the most common, how one's not confident with numbers, not being good at math, and thus they can't get their head around spreadsheets. To this, I just ask why they have stopped their adult dreams because of some grumpy teacher 20 years ago, or a test like GCSEs, which are basically out of date in the modern world, that the past is literally now holding them back. How no one is good at everything, but we should not think of learning as something we do as children. We should have the mindset of forever learning. So really, really is learning even the basic level of math beyond us? Is there no one that we know that could just sit down for a few hours and we could be vulnerable and show our so-called weakness? What about hiring an accountant for a few hours each month to teach the things that one feels super unconfident in? We all have limiting beliefs. We all do. But it's up to you if you want to be trapped by them. And that is what they are, traps, because all they do is stop you from living your dreams. Another classic I hear is that the market, the one that they want to get into, is saturated. To this, and it goes back to what Emma spoke about, I ask if they have even taken a step back. Have they really dreamt hard enough for their business? I loved Emma's thought on being able to describe your vision in the minute detail and it being far more powerful than the business plan. And I just couldn't agree more. A business plan tells you what the numbers are, what the costs are, the price you should sell at. The glorious detail vision, though, should inform the business plan and not the other way round. Once you've gone there, the issue of a saturated market will be in the past because once you've visualised greatly, it will be very obvious how you're different to everyone else. And I promise you that. I'm going to ask you some questions, some that I think might help you. When someone picks up what you've created, how does it actually feel? When someone walks into your space, what do they hear and smell? How would one open up what has just been delivered? What does your desk look like? When you look out from where you work, what do you see? What would someone say about your range when they describe it to a friend? How do you change the world you live in? Does your community matter? What communities matter to you? How do your children feel about you working? How does your family feel involved? What life do you want to live within your business? I want you to go there. I want you to note down, and I love this word, your longings. What do you long for? For not only the world out there, but for yourself. When you think about the numbers and the data around this subject, it is so shocking. 
where once businesses are established, male entrepreneurs are more than twice as likely as women to successfully scale up their businesses to achieve one to 50 million pound turnovers. It really is a stat that has to change. It means that women, you, have to take up your right to take the seat at the table in all industries. We have the power to build unbelievable companies that matter and change the world for the better and that you are not limited to having a company that only goes part of the journey. Anything you are not good at, you can get help. You just have to be happy to not live within your limiting beliefs. But the thing no one can do is create the dream you are going to build. The vision as large as Emma's empty factories that she knew she would bring to life again and build a household name from. Think about Julie Dean, who started the Cambridge Satchel Company, Marcia Kilgore, who created Bliss Spas, Fit Flop, Soap and Glory, and now Beauty Pie. What about Joe Malone, who created Joe Malone and now Joe Loves? Then there is Trini with Trini London or Charlotte Tilbury, Chrissy Rucker, the White Company, or Jacqueline Gold, who built Anne Summers. Kanya King created the Mobo Awards and Dame Mary Perkins, who launched Specsavers. These women for sure felt uncomfortable, unconfident and insecure. Just listen to their episodes with me. They're full of imposter syndrome and have tackled the naysayers. But they visualised the impossible and knew that this dream was theirs and no one was going to stop them. The thing they all had in common? They believed they deserved their dream and that whatever their weaknesses or their strengths were, it just didn't matter because this was their calling and they were prepared to go through the roller coaster to get to the place they could be their ultimate self. I pray, I hope that this inspires you to believe in the same. A big thank you to Dell Technologies who've brought us this episode today. I hope you enjoyed this light bulb moment. To listen to my whole conversation with the marvellous Emma Bridgewater, search Conversations of Inspiration wherever you get your podcasts. And if this episode has helped you on your journey, I'd be so grateful if you might rate and review to help us reach even more people. Go on. If you've never done it before, it's super simple and it will help me so much. Mm -hmm.